So then he told me, like, before she was Mrs. Claus, she was actually engaged to the Easter Bunny. Which, you know what that means? Oh, we'll finish yeah. this later. We're live. Okay. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome back to Maximum News. I'm your host, as always, your friendly neighborhood Simpsons Ken, Maximilian Danger Derrett. You can just call me Max if you want. And joining me, as always, is... Subsidian of the Triple S League. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. I Well... I mean, we've had some crap happening this past week. Anybody who follows my regular channel will know. And we're going to go into greater detail about that today. But also some good stuff. Alan Wake 2. Uh, I've been plowing through that. i got a video coming out on that on Saturday. Uh, bloody amazing game. It's probably going to be my favorite game of the year by the time the end of the year rolls around. We'll see. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. It's, um, it's a fun winter so far. Mm-hmm. There's some positivity in the air. And that's good because just overall, I'm always, always worried about, you know, I'm worried about so much because I spend so much of my day being immersed in bad news sometimes that it's nice to just be able to like stop and think about some good stuff happening. And we do have some good news, news stories to talk about today. Right. I can also speak English. But unfortunately, before we get to those good news uh, stories, we do have to get through a whole bunch of uh, crap, uh, which was inevitably going to happen. The past few weeks, we've actually had some really good uh, news stories to share from the world of gaming. But today ain't one of those days, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to kick it off with, uh, you know, this little um, indie franchise. Some of you might have heard of it. It's called Call of Duty. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. So, I've, um, <laughs> But... <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea all right let's uh move on to this so call of duty obviously i was being in case you didn't catch that i was joking obviously call of duty is the biggest franchise arguably in the history of gaming or you know probably the most recognizable ip and uh apparently it's coming out for everybody on november 10th so then just a few days after uh, we released this recording i didn't actually know that because i don't really care about call of duty full disclosure though i did buy call of duty modern warfare 2 last year because i just heard so many people saying that it's probably the best entry that call of duty has had in many years and it was fine but as somebody who's sort of not predisposed to liking the call of duty formula i I sort of stopped playing it relatively quickly but it it was good and uh probably the best that i've played since the original modern warfare trilogy from the uh late 2000s early 2010s um well modern warfare 3 is coming out a year after modern warfare 2 that the new modern warfare 2 came out which um even i realized how odd that was because even though Call of Duty is a yearly franchise side, I did know that the way that Activision had things set up so that they were able to get that to happen was they had three different studios uh, producing one Call of Duty game every sing- every three years so that way they could have a yearly release schedule. Yeah. So prior to, I think it was 2014, when Sledgehammer Games became a part of that trifecta, uh, the games alternated between Infinity Ward and Treyarch. Uh, but now it's Infinity, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. So last year's Modern Warfare 2 was developed by Infinity Ward. And this year, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was developed by Sledgehammer, which is weird because normally you don't have uh, different developers working on the same franchise, but that happened this year, and that raised a lot of suspicion from a lot of people because we knew prior to official announcements being made about Modern Warfare 3 that the intentions of Activision and Infinity Ward were to make this new entry sort of a glorified DLC for Modern Warfare 2. 
But then for whatever reason, they rebranded it as Modern Warfare 3, which had a lot of people worried. Uh, you know, is Activision pulling off another one of their tricks? Are they just trying to make this seem like a full 70 or, or in Canadian cases, $80 game? Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. Are we surprised? Yeah. Uh, so, side people have been getting early access to the game because, well, I mean, people who work in the industry and are media personalities and reviewers have had access to it for a while. But people who pre-ordered it have been able to get early access to it. And, man, people are really, really not happy. This might be, like, the worst uh, launch for a Call of Duty game since... Gosh, I don't know. Since Ghosts? I remember people not really liking that one or infinite warfare i don't know if that one was really hated when it released i remember the trailer being really panned when it came out but let's run down the list of some of the complaints that people are making here because they're kind of nuts first things first the game you know most call of duty games i i do enjoy the campaigns i'm one of those weird people the campaigns tend to last between six and eight hours that tends to be pretty standard for modern warfare 3 though Apparently, the average is four hours, with some people, if they're particularly good at Call of Duty, being able to get through it in about two and a half hours. That's pretty bad. And not only that, it's not even a good four hours. And you know how I know that's actually the case, side without having played it myself? It's because IGN, you know, the king of seven out of tens, <laughs> giving them to every single bad game that has ever existed... The, peop- the person who reviewed Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 for IGN gave the campaign a 4 out of 10, which according to their rating system is a bad game. Yeah. So hell because- is officially frozen <clears throat> over. Go ahead. Yeah, because they, the a lot of the big reviewers, their bottom score for any AAA company is a 7. Yes. And... Most of the time, they only use that when it's like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And all the other ones are like eight. So when you see somebody like touting an eight out of 10, yeah, it's like that, that's not a good thing. That's yeah. not a good thing. A seven out of 10, same, same thing. And I, I've seen that uh, so many times in the past. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, general, th- there's a reason why there's a general rule of thumb that whatever score IGN gives a game, you normally deduct two points. Uh, from that score uh not always but you know it's generally true so yeah like not only ign is lambasting it everybody else like all the major reviewers who are reviewing the campaign i think it was GameSpot gave it a five out of ten kotaku says like quote the game sucks um other outlets i can't remember them off the top of my head i've seen fives out of ten six out of tens probably at the most um but yeah people are really hating on this now mm-hmm. you would think for a game that has a four-hour campaign that that might cut down on Call of Duty's famous install sizes. Because if I'm not mistaken, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 plus Warzone, I think, was around 160 gigabytes, something like that. I might be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check myself when I uh, ask for Saib's opinion on all this in a second. But check this out. So... If you just wanted to install the multiplayer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, which I think most people are going to do, that would be 79 gigabytes. However, that would just be with low-resolution assets. If you want to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer with high-resolution assets, that would get you 64 additional gigabytes. So 79 plus 64, that's 143 gigabytes. So that's without the campaign. But what about with the campaign? 
with the campaign and the multiplayer and the high-res assets all combined on PC is an install size of 213 gigabytes. That is insane and absolutely unacceptable and absolutely unjustifiable. I don't care if your excuse is, oh, we're bringing over Warzone assets and all the guns from the previous game. No, don't give me that crap. There's no way all of that is going to amount to 213 gigabytes. We know why you're doing this. It's because you don't want any other game or playing any other game aside from Call of Duty. So you try to push any potential for them to install other games onto their SSD or HDD. Uh, make it out of the question. Okay, let's just be honest here. Oh, and get this side. That's just for PC. For PS5, it's 239 gigabytes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, how did they get away with this crap? Because people keep buying because it because it's, it's Call of Duty. Bobby's World, my yes. friend. It is Bobby's World. We're just living in it. Yeah. But well, yeah, this is this is Bobby's World. It's Bobby's World you for the next month and a half. Actually, roughly. it's a lot less than that. <laughs> I got. To, uh, we'll we'll get to that when we talk about the Ooh, um, the okay. other stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't stuff, know that. Good stuff. All right, just a couple more things. Yeah. So I did mention before that. The game was initially planned as just glorified DLC for Modern Warfare 2. And uh, that was more or less confirmed by the release of Modern Warfare 3. And I'm not just talking about the fact that the campaign was small and, uh, you know, the lack of additional maps or new content for Modern Warfare 3 is completely lacking. I think the only new maps that they're going to have at launch are remakes of maps from the original Modern Warfare 2, so from 2009. No, the way that I know this, side. It's because when you try to, let's see here. So for PS5, there's no platinum trophy. You want to know why? It's because the game is literally categorized on the PlayStation 5 as DLC for Modern Warfare 2. So even though you buy the game as Modern Warfare 3, it is installed and functions as DLC for Modern Warfare 2. Same thing for PC. When you try to buy Modern Warfare 3, you have to use the hub that was originally known as the hub for modern warfare 2 but now it's called call of duty hq which i guess activision is just trying to do to try and hide the fact that no everybody knows this isn't actually a proper modern warfare 3 it's just glorified dlc with modern warfare 3 uh smacked on top of it um yeah no that that's pretty much it like everybody like i mean there are some cool things like Guns carrying over from Modern Warfare 2 over into Modern Warfare 3. That's cool. But it's also nice to have additional guns that go along with that. Additional maps. New content. As well as a satisfying campaign for the people that enjoy it. I mean, like, even though I don't play Call of Duty anymore. I did enjoy the campaigns back when I played them. And, uh, yeah, people... It's, I, I don't recall... A, like, people complain about Call of Duty all the time. I'm one of them. You're one of them, side. We think that it's a franchise that really needs to cut cut back on the yearly release schedule, allow for some innovation, allow for some new stuff to come to the forefront instead of just basically paying for the same game every year. And people are always complaining about that. But I haven't seen, I, I don't recall a time where people were this upset. Like even with Call of Duty Vanguard, which came out a couple of years ago, I remember people being really upset at like the game was being like subpar quality. But even then people were like, yeah, but that's Call of Duty. But now people are mad. Any thoughts on this? With our with our Blizzard news, which we're going to have, um, it's just boils down to the fact that um, the leadership behind these companies is terrible and has been terrible for a while. 
And it's one of those things where it's like, it's like bad stuff doesn't happen overnight. It takes a while for it to build up. Like it legitimately does. And at big companies, it takes, sometimes it takes a really long time. You know, and you look at companies like Enron, like Briex, like uh, a handful of other ones. Disney is a good example right now. It's like the mistakes that have been made for a long time are now starting to like take root. Mm-hmm. If you hire a bunch of, uh, you know, you, you, you hire, you're a company that grows at a standard rate. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, See? And you, and you, you have, you have to hire a thousand people a year. And you start hiring the most incompetent, idiotic, brain-dead people over and over and over and over again. And none of these people know how to do their job and refuse to learn how to do their job. That's that's the other thing. It's not just that they don't know how to do their job. It's they, they flat out refuse to learn how to do their job. If you hire those people, yeah, you're not going to see any problem in the first year, especially if you don't fire them. What you're going to see is down the road. You know, when these people are getting supervisory positions and are just like, yeah, I don't really care. I'm just here to make a buck. I don't actually do my job. I just watch YouTube videos all day long. You know, I, I hear that the Triple S League is pretty awesome, but, you know, they tell me that's not a good idea. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's like it's like if that's the thing, if that's your standard, you're not going to last very long in the industry. You know, and it's not, but it's not going to show up overnight. It's not going to show up the next day. It's going to show up years down the road when these people are in these positions and they, and they don't really care. That's, that's the problem. That's when you're going to hit the wall. That's when you're going to like, just be completely surrounded by incompetency that nothing is going to work. That's when that happens. And like I said, you don't see it right away and you typically won't see it for a while. So this, this is what's been happening. For the last, I would say, four years, um, the the Call of Duty uh, um, IP has been mishandled by increasingly stupid ideas. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it just it just it just goes downhill. So in in this case, this is what's happening here. I think we're, I really think we're we're headed in that direction. Right. Got to cough one sec. That's yeah, okay. Um, do you think that? to some degree the status of modern warfare 3 was in any way affected by the fact that the the merger was coming and people were just like well we're going to be under new management soon uh i don't know how serious yeah. you think yeah yeah that's that's a, that is a huge thing that is a, a very 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 big problem okay um and this is this has happened in i would say activision more than any of the other studios because yeah. Blizzard, and we'll we'll get to I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, yeah Blizzard, Blizzard not so much as as active. This is really hitting Activision quite hard. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that Blizzard is exempt from Activision's influence at all. It's just there's degrees of terribleness uh, that we got to get into. But yeah, that's the current state of things. And I imagine when the game gets you know fully accessed by people by the end of the week, we're going to be hearing an even greater outcry uh, from people. Um, but yeah, speaking of degrees of awfulness, you know. So I, for a while, I thought that outside of EA, which I think everybody tends to agree is the worst gaming company in the me- in the medium, in the industry, the second worst, at least to me, was Konami. But then uh, after everything that's happened with Activision Blizzard the last several years, that number two spot has been taken by them. But Konami is just below them in terms of terribleness. Although something happened this past week 
that uh, has made me reconsider, sh you know, shifting their respective places because uh, Konami decided to do something uh, really, really stupid and, you know, treat something really near and dear to my heart really, really terribly, like worse than I could have possibly imagined. So back in October of last year, we learned that a whole bunch of new Silent Hill games were going to be coming out. I liked, and in principle, I still like the approach that Konami is taking because it, they seem to understand that they have nobody working at their company anymore that really understands what it means to make a good game. But they still have these legendary franchises, and because IP is king in the modern era, they want to make as much money out of them as they can. So they basically just allowed a whole bunch of people to make use of the IP in whatever the way they want and whatever sticks, then Konami will just fund whoever does the best. So at the moment, we have four Silent Hill game projects along with a movie that's supposedly coming. Well, the first of those projects released this past week on October the 31st on Halloween. It was uh, Silent Hill Ascension. And now for people who don't know anything about that, it's not a game per se. It's an interactive series. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Twitch Plays Pokemon. It's kind of like that, where people uh, try to influence the direction that a game is going by using Twitch chat and using Twitch emotes to try and guide the way that uh, the game is played. I don't know exactly how it works, but that's how it works. Well, with, <coughs> excuse me. with Silent Hill Ascension, it basically works by you typing stuff in the chat and using influence points to try and guide the story in a certain way. Which, in concept, sounds cool. However, it is so innovate, it is so experimental, and nobody's ever tried it yet. That if it's going to work, you're gonna have to make sure that everything absolutely works perfectly. Well, basically everything went to crap. And uh, if you guys want to hear full detail as to why everything went to crap you can check out this rant that i posted on my channel a couple days ago which uh, actually went kind of well i wouldn't say even semi-viral but people clicked on it really fast because uh they were like wow max who's usually measured and calm in his videos he's gonna go angry i want to hear this and uh yeah people uh were saying you know what i love this so much we need to have a new series on your channel max we're just called Mad Max, where you rant about stuff that pisses you off because people just, I don't know, found my ranting so cathartic. But yeah, story here is Konami really, really dropped the ball when it came to Sound Hill Ascension. They, uh, this is going to be the distilled version for this, so you guys don't have to hear me yell again. But basically, Konami made every possible wrong decision that they could have made. The horror... And the writing is absolutely terrible. The acting is terrible. The face models are terrible. They don't convey any sense of uh, distress or sadness or trauma or like, anything that you would tend to associate with the Silent Hill franchise whatsoever. It's absolute an absolute technical failure in every possible way. Uh, and the way that they tried to monetize this, which I understand, you know, it's a free series. You have to monetize your work somehow. But the way they went about it is absolutely tone deaf and absolutely makes no sense. It is not something that I would want to spend any money on or let alone invest myself in for the next 180 days. Because, side, no joke to people who know nothing about Sound Hill Ascension, this is something that is going to be premiering new footage every single day for the next six months. 
So I, I give it until the end of the month before this thing is canceled out outright. <laughs> like probably, uh, it's just it's so bad. I, I, I at least hoped that the core narrative was good enough that I would be willing to tune in, not pay for anything, but just tune in just to see where the story goes over the next six months. But it's it, it the, the comparison that I made in my rant video is to Tommy Wiseau's The Room, which I know like it sounds like a lazy comparison because everybody just said, well, that's like everybody knows that's like the worst movie ever. Are you just saying, well, Silent Hill's the worst thing ever? No, no, no. I'm making a technical comparison here because the acting and the writing from one moment to the next in both The Room and Silent Hill Ascension is so disjointed and makes absolutely no sense that's why I'm making that comparison. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the more uh, PG-rated version. If you want to hear me yelling and cursing, you can go check out that video on my channel. But, side, um, have you been paying attention to any of this? Did you watch my video by chance? Um, no, I haven't had a chance to catch it yet. Okay, okay. It's been, it's been, it's been a hell of the past three days. Hey, no, no problem, man. But like, have you been paying attention to any of this stuff? And what are your thoughts on it? A, a little bit. Like I. I was kind of like, when we first saw it, we were like, huh, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, I wonder how they're going to pull this off. And I, in the back of my head, I was kind of like, it's probably going to be a shit show. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> it's probably going to, it's probably going to be an absolute mess. Um, these kinds of games are not perfect. They they are very weird in how they handle stuff. So, yeah. Um. Past that, yeah, it's it's very it's very strange, honestly. Yeah, um, and <laughs> you want to hear a, another funny tidbit that I completely forgot to mention, uh, and also side the mouse. Um, one other thing, <laughs> they actually had to shut down the chat um, because people kept posting about uh, how do I keep this PG fluids coming out of your body. Uh, let, let's just say that. And, uh, they had to turn the chat off for a little while just so people could stop mm-hmm. doing that. And I don't know if this is true. I'm actually going to try and verify this really quick while, um, uh, so I can refer back to it a, a little bit later. And yeah, whenever you're talking about something, I'm going to verify this, but I think somebody said that if you try to type in the name Kojima into the chat, it won't let you. So I'm going to go check that out in just a second to see if that's true. But it's like, okay, you can say all these really naughty words. You can post about uh, bodily fluids, but you can't mention the word Kojima. But I'm going to, uh, and that's a whole other story about like a game uh, being, a Silent Hill game being produced by Kojima that got canceled by Konami. Um, It was a huge drama, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... I'll check to see if that's valid in a few minutes, but uh, let's just get this other story out of the way, unless Saibi had any other thoughts. No, no, like, well, I mean, just just the closing thought of, which is, which, again, standard, this is a company that ignored what people wanted for, for a very, very long time. Um, and <clears throat> this this is just, yeah, this is this is a company that doesn't didn't care for the longest time. I'm surprised that people gave them a, another chance as quickly as they did. Oh, and or I understand why people were riffing on them so bad. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I was just uh, checking to see if I can do that in the chat, and apparently you can only 
uh, type text into the chat when the episode is actually premiering. Yeah, when, they, yeah, when it's going up. Until, they, until then, you can only post uh, stickers and picture emojis. So I'll, I'll just do a Google search and see if I was wrong about that. But anyways, mm-hmm. next story. Yeah, so I I wanted to ask you about this earlier. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think about the um, the updated? Because there was now a new trailer shown for the day before. Right. Uh, well, before I talk about all that, let's just do a recap for people that don't know anything about the day before. So um, the day before, obviously, I'm sure most people are aware of the uh, game publishing uh, software website, whatever you want to call it. We know what Steam is right it's where a lot of people buy their games after that you know people might go to epic game store or gog but steam is sort of the king of that what steam allows you to do is it allows you to wish list games or uh pre-order well no not pre-order just just wish list games about games that you really really want to play and the number one game on that website that people have wish listed um as far as i'm aware and has been for the last like year plus is this game that I just referenced called The Day Before. Basically, the, the game is being marketed as an MMO, a massive multiplayer online game, mm-hmm. um, where you try to survive the zombie apocalypse. And the initial reveal trailer for that, I think, came out in 2021, and people were so entranced by the promise of what the developers, uh, I think their name is Fantastic, were setting up here as, you know, it's sort of this really ideal game of that type an mmo zombie survival game uh and even i like the assets they were showing uh what they were promising uh i was really intrigued and it was enough for people to wish list it enough however since then in the past two years people have been picking up on a lot of really sketchy behavior coming out of fantastic and the way they've been marketing this game uh, originally, it was supposed to come out in March of this year, but then they claimed that there was a trademark dispute, and they had to, uh... which there, which there was. And I mean, I don't know how they thought they could get that past that that uh, trademark. Mm-hmm. Like when I first heard about it, the first original name, I was like, "Why on earth are they like this? Is like dumb. Like why are they trying to use this word? They can't use that, right?" Um, but aside from that, there's been a lot of other sketchy behavior, like the fact that they haven't really addressed people's concerns. Uh, they don't really have any semblance of a PR department. Um, any new info about the game has been withheld, but ever since March, they have held firm that the game would be coming out on November 10th. Um, and up until last week, they've held firm to that date, but, uh, you know, even like two weeks before the game came out, there hasn't been any new marketing material. We still don't know what, you know, what to expect out of the game. Nothing to sort of set up what we can do in the game. That is until a couple of days before November 1st, when uh, Fantastic let us know on social media that the quote unquote final day before trailer would be coming out and sort of setting up all the things that we could do in the game. Well, mm-hmm. trailer came out. And, uh,. <sighs> They, well, it's no longer coming out on November 10th. Uh, in fact, it's, <laughs> uh. yeah. So anybody who's trying to defend this game, I'll ask our citizen. Um, I, maybe you want to think again. Um, granted, the game, they, they did say in the trailer that the game is coming out in early access on December 7th. So you only have to wait another month before you can 
play the game supposedly but it's still early access which means it's, it's going to be devoid of a lot of features and uh, something tells me that it's not going to be like Baldur's Gate 3 early access where there's a lot of great stuff there uh, plus the console versions of the game have been delayed indefinitely that's another thing uh, side sorry yeah my uh, phone okay so um, moving on before I get into the actual content of the trailer and the stuff that they presented, I got to point this other sketchy thing out. You know, when, when I first watched the trailer, I was instantly reminded of the way that Rockstar did their previews for the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto V and Red Dead Redemption 2. I watched the crap out of those trailers, so I remember them very fondly. It was a, a very professional sounding woman basically describing every little thing that we were going to be able to do in both of those games. And it's the same thing for the day before. But, you know, it's not like Rockstar has a patent on that format for previewing their game. So I was like, oh, well, that's an interesting similarity. Well, looks like my intuition was uh, a little bit more than uh, just a, a vague uh, remembrance or whatever. It, basically, what I'm trying to say is they actually did more than just copy the format. They copied lines directly from the GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 trailers. I'll have to link this to you in a little bit, side, but some of the stuff that they say in the I, di- yeah, I I I am I am losing my mind. I have no idea if this is the greatest troll mm. ever ever like prepared because again they aren't. There's no pre-orders going on here, mm-hmm. as people point out multiple times. You're not, there's nobody losing money on this right now, aside from the, the actual studio, if this is all a big fake. Um, so, it, like, I've, I've started to wonder, I'm like, maybe this is like a, a prank thing or like a social experiment or like some kind of statement against like, you know, uh, like like anti-hype, like this is what hype has been doing to our industry. Stop overhyping everything. Stop, stop telling your friends that you've just got to, you've got to, they've got to download this thing because it's the most amazing thing ever. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, like I understand why you would reasonably come to that conclusion, dude, but if that's the case, why delay it? Perhaps it's just the, the, the keep on delaying it over and over and over and over again. Oh, just maybe to, okay. I, okay, I see what you mean. So it's just like, yeah, um, trying to make a greater point by do- okay, yeah, maybe that that makes sense. Uh, that that again, this, that's not what I actually think. It's just I'm starting to get to that point of going, what in the world is going on? Right. But but to finish my original point, so uh, just to give an example of sort of how the day before's trailer copies the trailers for Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. I think it was in Red Dead Redemption 2, like they showcased uh, the guns working and they actually, Mm -hmm. you know, the woman in those trailers describes uh, the guns as having fully realistic reload and recoil. But then in the day before, they say the exact same thing, but just add the word mechanics onto the end of that sentence. So they'll be like, the day before's weapons have fully realistic reload and recoil mechanics, right? Just to make it so, okay, we didn't plagiarize, but... Uh, it's the basically the exact same thing. So another sketchy thing there. But what about the trailer? Does the trailer show anything interesting, anything that makes me want to play the game? Well, the graphics 
let's just go piece by piece here. So the graphics generally look good, not great, but good. But I mean, it would they would have to make an active attempt to make something look bad because they are using Unreal Engine five, which is amazing. Uh, so it would be really weird if it looked terrible. That said, the face models on the characters that they showed and when they're talking, it looked kind of Bethesda-esque, you know, so not good. Uh, but generally speaking, the graphics are fine. The gunplay looks fine. The driving and driving mechanics look fine. But my main question is the sort of the content loop and the mission variety that they're setting up here. I'm wondering if it's going to get repetitive really, really quickly. So basically what the game is saying that you have to do is that you have to build up this uh, safe house uh, because there's a bunch of people that saved you. And then you have to go out and loot supplies and do missions. And in doing so, you get access to better weapons, better cars. And then you have this uh, outpost or this cabin on the outskirts of, I'm guessing it's New York City, where you can just Mm -hmm. chill. But how quickly is that going to get old? Like, what else is there to do in this MMO? Because with an MMO, you need, like, hundreds of hours of content. Like, wouldn't that get old in, like, 20 hours max? What do you think, Saib? Uh, well, I mean, as somebody who's dipped my toe into uh, classic hardcore, wow, uh-huh. re- in, in the last couple of uh, weeks, it's like probably like i mean repetition is the very definition of this genre so probably not eh? <laughs> like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know how else to put it it's like eh? may may maybe i'm not sure i'm not positive because because i mean it looks just going off the trailer it looks great like it visually looks good. Yeah. And if you have a game that looks good and the gameplay, even though it might be simple and limited and repetitive, but it feels good. It's like this, this is why people play like, this is why there are people that I've met who have spent the last like 10 years, last decade. Their main game is league of legends versus bots. So they don't do PvP. They just play against bots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you play like one League of Legends round against bot. You basically played them all. Like it's a it's a learning thing for PvP. But there are people who just have always just played against bots because it's fun. Because they it's the it's just a repetitive fun thing. That's it. Um and and maybe maybe this will this will do like like I I can see like five scenarios in which this is an absolutely amazing game that I am very much looking forward to, but I don't know if that's gonna be what we're gonna get like 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 I really I really don't know if that's what we're actually going to get here because it's just been so weird and non word um well all of the other things like like it's super confusing to me like it's legitimately super confusing to me um i have no idea who was behind their marketing and why they decided to like just rip 
so much. And and part of that, that's why I'm starting to wonder, is this just a big social experiment? Are these guys yeah. just making like, because the trailers don't always look the same. Like it looks different enough that you're like, wait, are these even the same? Like, is this mm. even the same build? Like the same engine? Like, no, this looks completely different. They did switch engines in the middle of development. So that might be why. Po- yeah, probably. So I'm probably I'm probably overthinking that part of it, but yeah. Anyways, guys, we'll 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 know for sure in about a month from now. We're recording this on November sixth, and the game comes out in early access on December seventh. I ain't gonna be playing it, but I'm surely gonna have my eyes uh, attuned to social media to see what the hell is actually going on with this game. And uh, one final note before we move on to the final story, uh, I looked up the whole typing in Hideo Kojima into the Silent Hill Ascension chat thing. The only thing that I was able to find was an article from Fandom Wire, but that's not enough to convince me that that's actually true. Uh, they said that when you try to type in Hideo Kojima, the name will get censored, but I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'll try to confirm this uh, next time there's an episode because I'm actually curious. All right. Side. BlizzCon happened. Uh, before we get into like all the stuff that got announced, I got to confirm this. Is it true? I, I don't know if you saw this. But is it true that when uh, like there was a Diablo panel and uh, one of the creators came up and talked about uh, like how Diablo has been doing great, you know, mm-hmm. with the release of Diablo 2 Remastered or Resurrected, whatever the name is, Diablo 4 and Diablo Immortal. He read out those names. And when he read out the names of Diablo 2 and Diablo 4, people cheered. But then when he read out the name for Diablo Immortal and he waited for cheers and applause, nobody said anything. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Yeah, the the only people who play Diablo Immortal whales are are mega rich whales who literally their idea of fun is buying a brand new like um what's the most expensive like Lamborghini sure taking him. it out to the desert and then shooting the Lamborghini with a rocket launcher. I mean, and that that costs them less money than you going to the bar and treating your just your one buddy to a round of beers. That that's less of a percentage loss of their income than that is. I mean, granted, it sounds fun, but I get your point. (laughs) You know, who doesn't want to blow up a really expensive car? But, you know, you want it to be at somebody else's cost, not your own. But anyways, Mm -hmm. BlizzCon, what the hell happened? So BlizzCon happened, and I can honestly say, because it's been trending in a bunch of different places, Blizzard is back. Why? Something that? that I had no idea I was going to say. I was I I was watching the BlizzCon with like, oh, what stupid crazy thing are they gonna say now that's gonna get turned into a meme? What insane dumb stance are they going to take when when the entire room goes please sir please sir can we please have some more can we please have some more holding up their their little wooden bowls with their little wooden spoon going please sir we're starving can we please have some more you're just going to throw that out to the the pigs why can't we have some the pigs are fat they 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 don't care can we please have some and then the person looks down at them and goes you, you people are so stupid. Don't you have phones? You know, it, like that. Like, I was expecting another one of those things. Right. But I have been absolutely and utterly shocked by the quality and the 
amazingness that we're seeing right now coming out of Blizzard. So what this, the, the last week? So um, now most of this, I, I have to, I have to preface this. Most of this is Blizzard um, World of Warcraft related. Um, ah. They didn't say a peep. They didn't say a word about heroes. So that is um, there were there have been a lot of people wondering if because Microsoft doesn't have a MOBA game. And they were wondering maybe they, you know, maybe they'll they'll ramp it up and stuff like that. I still think that's an option, but um, I think that it's too soon for this to happen. And I'll, I'll get to why that is in a second. They didn't mention anything about StarCraft. They didn't mention anything about uh, Warcraft, um, the, the RTS concept of Warcraft. Uh, they didn't mention any of those things. They talked about uh, Overwatch, uh, which appears to just be... I think what happened with Overwatch side of things is that they've now been properly funded and mm. they now have to hire a lot of people because yeah. they've had a lot of people leave that, that, that side of the studio. Um, and I think they're going to have a long road to recovery on that still because they were basically like, basically Overwatch was, was earning so much money and doing so well. And Mr. Bobby decided to do some shady stuff to make the um to make the the esports league pop off and now it looks like they're going to be in debt for 120 million dollars for that. So oh yikes, but but that is like when you when you are I'm surprised people aren't going to jail or at least nobody's going to jail about that yet. Mm. Uh because a lot of people got shafted in that a lot of people got misled about how popular this was and um yeah and it's now coming back to bite them so so that overwatch not a lot to report there i think i think that's going to be a long road to recovery a long one i think that in 2 years we're going to be talking about how um you know overwatch is kind of coming back they're doing really good i think that's literally a 2 year co- from now conversation that that might be had because they have got they have so far to go well, um, hopefully, <laughs> given the state of Overwatch Two right now, like being the most like most negatively mm-hmm. voted game on Steam, and uh, you know, aside from that, just the general state of the game, yeah. we'll have to hope that the goodwill of the people that are still playing that will be enough to keep it afloat. Exactly, and they are, and like I said, even at the best, they're like many years away from from being able to rectify that that ship that direction because literally was one of the worst things that has happened to that game recently and it's a it's a bit of a joke and so they've got a long road to recovery i don't know if they'll actually be able to do it i i really don't i i think in two years there's an equal chance to us saying hey wow overwatch is really it's back man it's they've they've just done such an amazing job getting that back up and running there's a 50% of us having that conversation in two years. And then there's a 50% chance of us saying, yeah, so overwatch was officially canned today um, because it just, it just, despite the efforts from Microsoft, it just has not returned. They're closing down the game and they're, they've given it the IP to a different studio. That's starting to boot up the overwatch three, you know, and we expect that in five years. Mm. So, yeah. So I think that's 50, 50, man. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Overwatch will still be around in some capacity, just because the core 
Overwatch gameplay experience is so rich and so addictive that they'll bring it back. Um, it's just maybe it won't be like as soon as we would like, but who knows? Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, stuff with World of Warcraft. What the hell happened? Like, I honestly don't know. I'm learning all about all this from side. What what was going on with WoW? So WoW, this is this is what this is the it's heart. Like, I mean, World of Warcraft as an IP is it the is the heart and soul of Blizzard. It's basically what they started with, and it's really the biggest thing that, that people typically think about it. Um, it's the biggest IP they've ever had. Just, like, everything else doesn't hold a candle to it. Of course, yeah. Like, like uh, Call of Duty ha can, like, boast similar numbers, but just as a general rule of thumb, it, no, nah, it's like, oh, man. It's, no. yeah. Yeah. Warcraft has always because Warcraft spawned StarCraft. It was a direct, uh, it was a direct connection to that. Um, they be, basically used almost the exact same engine to make the 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 War, StarCraft one. Um, so it's like that's that's the kind of thing, and it's their heart and soul. Now, what happened this week? Before we get to that, I'm going to give you a little bit of dirt. I yes. heard from a bird. That, um, and I, stop me it, because I was basically like completely out of it last week. Did we talk about Bobby Kotick last week? Uh, I, I don't even know, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. So yeah, apologies check. if I mentioned this last week, but the, the rumor is from multiple connected people. No, we didn't talk that, about it. That Activision and Blizzard are now completely and officially de uh, dis, uh, crap. What's the word? Ah, I was, I've been saying this all day, so I don't decoupled. Nice. Decoupled. Nice. And, and this was as, as far as I've heard, this is like a week, two weeks ago that this happened. And you heard it in the speech that Mike, um, you, you bar, oh, I can, I can't remember. Ybarra, yeah. Ybarra, uh, said in his opening, he says, now that we are under Microsoft, we are partners with Microsoft. We have never been freer. He made that, he emphasized that word, freer. And that goes with what we heard before this, before this happened. This is what, before the actual like uh, BlizzCon kicked off. This is what I heard. And I was told 100%, yo, Blizzard has been decoupled from Activision Activision and Bobby has no say over anything that they're doing now at all. Mike is running the show with Phil and they have, and Phil has given him complete and total power to do whatever he wants. Period. End of story. <laughs> right? <laughs> now this, this is, this is huge. And I think we saw it on full display. This is not enough. I want to make this clear. This is not enough to change some of the bad choices that they've made recently with some of the monetization stuff, with some of the um, with some of the store options, with some of the the um, that kind of stuff. I, I don't think that's I, because it's literally two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He he didn't have some of this stuff was in the pipe. It was announced. It was like directed, and it had to happen. Period. Because. There, there are certain things that when you make an announcement and you file paperwork or stuff like that, you, you, it has to carry through. Otherwise, you get in trouble with um, a load of other people. But from what I heard, Bobby wanted them to announce a couple of things in a couple of ways. 
And they said, nah. And again, reportedly, take it with a grain of salt if you want. Reportedly, he's furious at what the the events of, of BlizzCon. And he wasn't even allowed there. So that's pretty huge. I mean, he was probably cram clamoring at the door going, oh, let me talk to Phil. Phil is my buddy. Phil is going to give me a good job after I leave I leave Activision in the beginning of the year. It's like, and I, I, think, I think a lot of us are going to, now, a lot of us are kind of saying, yeah, I don't think Bobby's getting that job. Yeah. I don't think they I don't think he's getting that job, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's gonna be showing the door. Yeah. I we will know in a couple months. But basically what I was told is that they were told to just keep things normal. And they did the opposite of that. So not only did they announce one expansion for World World of Warcraft, did they didn't just announce two expansions for World of Warcraft, they laid out the groundwork for the next three expansions. Engines of World of Warcraft. Wow. And announced a new main story saga that you were going to play through for the next, basically the next seven to eight years. And that they're working on that now because that's one of the biggest complaints that people have about Warcraft in general is that it just, the story is just all over the place. Things don't happen in a very cohesive thing. If you're leveling and you've never played the game, it's so confusing. You have no idea what's going on. There's just like characters that you have no idea coming in and going, hey, look, let's do this. And you're just like, what? I don't, I don't, what, what's going on? I don't, I don't get this. I don't understand this at all. Mm -hmm. And they, they've focused on that and said that this is a, a big thing that they need to fix. I got to cough a second. <clears throat> Excuse me. There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it's, that's a complete 180 from where what they have been doing for the past few years. Pat, like every other normal time, it would be like, hey, we're doing this, you know, and we're doing that and that's it. And then that's done. But now things are changing. And it's not just that. It's it's a whole bunch of other things. So a um, couple of years ago at BlizzCon, especially after the, hey, what, don't you guys have phones BS? Um, they They basically... They basically had like this like super closed off thing. You can't talk to some people. You can't do certain things. If you're streaming on the floor, you got to follow all these rules. And they were a headache. But watching people streaming from the show floor, streaming from their boxes, taking questions, talking to the staff. It's like everybody just had a huge weight taken off their shoulders. And you could see it in the faces of a lot of the staff. From the people on the on the show floor, the you know the small guys who aren't you know they're not getting up on stage and doing stuff, to the people that are literally on the stage, everybody looked way more relaxed and way more happy. The year after uh, the previous Mike left, um, and and this idiot got in charge of the company, it's like in a year he looked like he had like aged like ten years. It, it, he just looked like he was haggard. This is, of course, when all the allegations came out and, and that whole train wreck. And so, and he was just, and he looked haggard. He he went from looking like normal to looking haggard after just a year of leadership. And you didn't see that this year. You saw people who, in some cases, in the in the case of Chris Metzen, who is this OG from from the the starting days of, of Blizzard. He invented pretty much all of the titles that we love so much. Um, he basically came out and he looked younger, happier, healthier, 
And then he talked passionately about the game and the direction that they were going. And then they announced a whole bunch of changes to classic classic and basically introduced a classic plus mode and a bunch of other stuff that again, people have been asking for, for so long. And then just in a minute, things just completely changed around. And these guys are coming out saying, yeah, we, we decided we start listening to the audience. We're here's all those wishes that people had. <laughs> We're doing all of these things. These are, these are wishes that people have been asking for. I kid you not for 20 years, hmm. people have been begging for this stuff. And they came out and said, yeah, all of the top 10 things on this list, we're doing all of those things. Some of them are going to take a little bit more time because we just got the green light to do it, but we are changing all of these things. And the cheers and the the, the excitement from people were, it, it was just constant and happy. And it's like, and that's why the, the that's why Blizzard is back. It's trending. Now, again, this isn't changes that are going to ha- happen overnight. Um, they've added Classic Plus, and it's coming out at the end of this month. What's Classic? Like, holy, what's Classic uh, Plus? So that that is original vanilla, uh-huh. with changes. What's that? Uh, so they're adding new abilities to classes, and they're adding a bunch of new raids to the ah. classic. So this is this is classic. This is vanilla. Wow, as you played it back twenty years ago. Interesting. Well with all the changes and updates that they made in the classic era. So before burning crusade, they, 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 they kept, they brought it right up to basically where the game was when uh, burning crusade released. Yeah. And they, they introduced stuff to it slowly and they're doing that again, but they're doing it with changes. So if you want to be a paladin that can taunt, you've got a taunt. If you want to be a rogue that can be a tank, you could be a tank. If you wanted to be a mage that also heals, you can do that. Now, really? this is taking yeah, so they're taking stuff that was on one of the private servers that that has been advertised a crap ton on YouTube. If you've been on YouTube and if you've done, done games, I guarantee you in the last few years, unless you were using uh, Adblock all the time, you saw an ad for uh, a, a private server, uh, by the way, an illegal server. So I, get, I don't know how they managed to advertise this, but there's a private server called uh, Ascension, I think it's called. I never played and never touched it, <laughs> no, but I ironic. saw the ads for it constantly. And I was like, wow. But it was incredibly popular because they let you mix and match abilities from a whole bunch of different classes. And I was like, wow, they that's amazing that they that they've done this. And um yeah, so they're they're adding this to the thing. So they've they've they're ad- going through, they're adding a bunch of abilities, some abilities that we've seen in like Burning Crusade and uh, Wrath and all, a couple of those other things, but they're also adding brand new abilities that we've never seen before to all of the mm-hmm. classes to give this like mix up in in abilities, and then they're adding new raids and a bunch of other stuff. As if anybody's a fan of like the old MMOs and the the early days of the social experience of them, it's like this has been absolutely crazy, and and Classic has been just taking off on Twitch like just recently. Wow. It's, it's amazing to Good. see the amount of people. Uh, you had all these people, big streamers. Of course, you got the the guys who actually do, you know, World of Warcraft all the time. But even past that, you've got like Tectone and all these other big streamers who, uh, um, who normally have played other games like Genshin Impact and stuff like that. That's where they got famous. They're all playing Warcraft right now. Warcraft Classic, not not mm. the um, not the retail, the the current version, yeah. but this old version from way back in the day because. People love the simplicity of it. People mm-hmm. love the 
the how fun and how cool and how direct it was and now you're getting that again and it's and it's looking really good and this is this is the barometer you know how we talk about konami and, and um and all these other studios ea and all that where there's a there's a certain level of like you can tell the health of the studio by how good the games are mm-hmm. um this is what we're seeing here. I honestly think this is what we're seeing here. We're seeing an explosion of actually good games, actually exciting content, actually inspiring stuff. You're seeing all of that suddenly come to fruition because people woke up. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we need to we need to change how we're doing things because we got to get back into the passion of the game. And again, I think there's a lot of um, bad people in these studios that have been there for a long time. They basically do nothing. They come up with nothing but bad ideas. They're arrogant, absolutely arrogant in their their decisions. <laughs> you think you want that? You think you do, but you don't. Those kinds of people that, that tell you what you actually want, despite the fact that it's absolutely not what you want. Um, and I think we're, we're moving away from that. Mm-hmm. And we're moving towards something that's a thousand times better. Yeah. And yeah. this gives me hope for the studio. Dude, just hearing you talk about cla- like what's coming to Classic Plus, that makes me a guy. I actually, in case you guys haven't watched enough of our show, uh, I did used to play World of Warcraft. I played it a couple different, uh, a couple different periods of my life when, when I was 14 and another time when uh, I was in university. And uh, yeah, I love the old experience. I, I got into it during the Burning Crusade era and mm-hmm. the Cataclysm era. And there's just something about how the game was back then, how much more simple it was, the social experience that just made it so magical. And what you're describing to me about what's coming to Classic Plus, are you telling me that I can be a hunter, which I was a hunter back in the day, that I can be a hunter mm-hmm. that can uh, also simultaneously work as a, a tank in a raid? uh not that but i let me just let me hold on now let me just pull this up because i got i got you i got you covered here because if that's Uh, the like shaman mm -hmm. rogue hunter here we go hunter runes um there is a rune uh expose weakness marks and lone wolf deal all damage while you okay so um, one of the things they're getting is the ability to do way more damage when they don't have a pet. Uh-huh. Uh, ah, that's okay. one thing that they're getting. Um, that's cool. Because uh, you had to basically depend on having a pet back in the day. Yeah. In order to, yeah. Your shots won't have not last, not moved. Okay, so there's an anchor. They call it sniper training. Your shot abilities deal 30% increased critical strike chance while you have not moved in the last six seconds. So that's interesting. Mm, that is um, interesting. So you've got uh, sweeping strike that hits all enemies in front of you for weapon damage. Okay, so they they've added a melee ability to like a genuine melee build to the hunter. Huh. So melee was kind of a bit of a joke back then in vanilla, and they've now added it so that it's actually an actual thing. Thing. Good. Um, yeah. So the, so interesting stuff there. But I can tell you more the. Hunter is probably the least interesting of all the ones. They've changed Shaman, they've changed Paladin, they've changed Warlock, mm. they've changed Priest, and they've changed uh, Druid. 
in ways that people have been begging for for so long and they've now added that and then um yeah so so and they're they're adding a bunch of new zones they're adding a bunch of new stuff there's rumors about them adding a bunch of more stuff and this is kind of a trial run to see how it goes um but it really is classic that is that is tearing up the charts right now because it's a 20-year-old game. Why is a 20-year-old game trending right now? Because Why is a 20-year-old game one of the top games on Twitch right now? The greatest games are the ones that can transcend years. Time. Time. Yeah, and years. yeah. you can still go back to it. And the, the keen experience that you have with it is still just as good. That's why I can go back and play Portal, even though like I know all the solutions to the puzzles and have just as great a time. It's because the formula is great. Well, the Warcraft, the original, there's just something about it that is so addictive and so endearing. And so just the communities that you can build with that game and the adventures you can go on. It's just so legendary. I have such fond memories playing that game. And hearing mm-hmm. you say all this stuff is making me more tempted to go back and play World of Warcraft well, here's, my, here's my offer. No, 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 I'm not. We are I can't. in 30 in, in the end of in the end of November, the the new classes. And now now hear me out. This is what they're doing with this new classic plus mode. It's Dude. called Season of Discovery. All right. Oh, and what they're doing is they're going to create a um, rubber band. Not a yeah, sort of rubber banding the levels. So on release, the level cap is not 60 like it was back in the original day, it is only 25. Oh, interesting. Yes. So if you do not have a lot of time, if you can only spare three to four hours a week to pop in and play, you're going to be able to get to the end cap level before that level is upgraded. And even if you don't, every time they upgrade the level ranks, go from 25 to 30, they're going to increase the amount of XP that you get to get to 25 by like, I think it's like either 50 or hundred percent right now. Mm-hmm. So it becomes twice as fast to level up. That, and yeah. then every couple of months, they're going to increase the level cap by five. Uh, it's like five or 10, something like that. I'm pretty sure it's five. Um, so that means that if you want to get in and play casually with some friends, this is the best opportunity to do that. Dude, you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, <laughs> as tempting as you're making this out to I be, know, right? I, I, can't, I, know. I can't do it because <clears throat> literally like each day that passes, I, I find myself only having one or two hours to play mm-hmm. anything. Like at the moment, <clears throat> I'll tell you today, I, uh, I'm i playing through a game called Terranigma, which is a very obscure SNES game. But people are just telling me that it's sort of in line with the stuff that I tend to talk about on my main channel. I only had an hour to play that game today because I was busy doing other stuff. There's no way. Terra Nigma. Uh, Terra, so T-E-R-R-A, and then Nigma as an enigma. Um, it's it's hard to describe. I'll, I'll tell you about it when we're done. But yeah, I, I only had an hour to play that and I was busy doing other stuff. And I do not have three to four hours to commit to playing World of Warcraft a day, let alone a week. Um, mm-hmm. Or a week or let alone. You, you get my point. Um but man, maybe I have to find some way to convince my my wife to get into an MMO with me. Although she'd probably want to play Final Fantasy XIV before she ever touched World of Warcraft. Anyways, that's uh, the sacrifices that come along with marriage and uh, you know being an adult with priorities. Um, or no, that I shouldn't put it that way. Just it, that's the realities of being a full time YouTuber. Let's put it that, uh, that way. Is, that is yes, yeah. The, it's it's the it's the unfortunate reality of of you know 
living a busy life, unfortunately. But um, no, just generally speaking, we're going to give this a bit, a bit of a shot. We're going to start streaming in a little bit. We'll see how it goes. It might be a train wreck. I've always said that before. I make no promises that Blizzard is going to learn from their lessons. They could literally decide to do this, and then a week later go, you know what? <laughs> and every time you die, you have to pay $17. Right. I, I again that doesn't that wouldn't surprise me. Well, that would now a little bit because they're they're under Microsoft and Phil actually is passionate about gaming mm-hmm. and gaming and offering games for value. Um, and and with that said, there's more and more increased rumors that they're going to do away with the subscription for Warcraft and just tack it under the Game Pass, which a lot of people say, aren't you going to lose all that money from people that are, yeah, but you gain so many more customers on Game Pass when you do that and vice versa. You'll have more people interacting with the game. And yeah, that means that the token goes away. And I honestly think that if if Phil removed the token from Warcraft, like overnight, the game would just be a thousand times better. That because <sighs> because then it becomes a question of skill, not a question of who has more money. Because that is a thing that happens in basically every MMO, um, and and real world trading for money inside the game is something that that is a is a cancer on the gaming industry. Will always be, and it's just harder. You know, it's hard to break that. But if you can. That makes life a lot better. Yeah. So, so yeah. So there is there is growing pains to be had. My biggest point with this is that we see immediate change when Blizzard was released from Activision. Well, we saw an immediate, uh, yeah. you know, shift in direction. Uh, how long that'll last, we don't know right now because we'll 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 see. And you know, maybe we're gonna get a great game with a great ending and. Um, you know, an amazing experience for the next seven years, or we get, you know, hey, uh, there's now even more microtransactions because because Diablo Immortals was making so much money, we decided, hey, why not just make every game cater to the billionaires of the world mm-hmm. and just have them pitch billion dollars at each other? It's like Diablo Immortal. There's like the top spenders in Diablo Immortal. There's like a couple of guys now who are reaching the two to three million dollar mark. Oh God! Like, oh, you why? idiots! Why? Why would you waste two million? Now, again, I have to emphasize: these are people who own, who have like, like eighty, eight hundred million dollars in the bank. These are, these are not poor people. This this is somebody who's yeah. If you had eight hundred bucks in the bank and you stop up to buy a coffee and a donut for two bucks, that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent. And it's really messed up. I, I hate you. I, I know. Whoever these people are, I hate you with I every know. fiber of my being. And I, I have always, I, I believe that that skill should always be the the front and center of any endeavor. Yeah. But I do believe, and I do know that there are people who don't have great skill, and they want other ways to play. But I think that you can increase that by diversity of gameplay. Not necessarily ruining the game itself. Of, yeah, with, ruining with the financial industry. financial uh, the ability to just sink like hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of dollars into a game to to fix what you want. It's like it's like I always hated that argument. I always think it's stupid. Yeah. It's like playing chess. Imagine playing chess with somebody and they're like, "Oh man, you just took my queen." Okay, well here's fifty bucks to get my queen back. 
And you're like, no, I want to win the game. And then, then a person walks up beside you and goes, actually, that money's for me. Here you go, sir. Here's your queen. In fact, give me another 50 and I'll drop another one on and we'll immediately uh, put, the, uh, put the king in check. And you're like, this isn't fair. It's, it's not checkmate. It's just check. You just have to move your pieces accordingly. <laughs> you know, and, and again, I, I'm I'm not making excuses for the bad choices that they continue to make. Right. No, it's that, just, that yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, there's change coming and you can kind of see it in the people that hold the positions that's important. Yeah. Now, again, it's no, sorry, sorry. We've, we've yeah, gone sorry, like, sorry, this, yeah, is, we're, yeah, yeah. this is already sorry. the longest episode we've already done, but we, uh, we get the point. Really? Really? It's been an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Okay. So, but yeah, it's a positive first step forward. It's intriguing. We'll see where it goes. We'll see if they hold to their promises. All right, guys, that does it for this episode of maximum news. I'm just, I'm not going to prolong the outro here. Like share, subscribe, you know, the drill, uh, Check out the rest of the Triple S League. Uh, Saib, when he and his wife are feeling better, they're going to have a whole lot more stuff coming out. I plan on having a video out on my channel on Alan Wake 2 come the end of the week. Make sure to tune over there. I'll put links to all of that stuff as well as any other stuff that Saib and Ash want to plug in the description box below. All right, I'm tired. I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out. Bye-bye. Goodbye.